Hey everyone, this is Trauma Drama, and we are your hosts, Kaylee and Nick, and this is where we discuss surviving adulthood. We can probably agree that we're all pretty fucked up and that it affects us every day, whether we know it or not. I used to think that wasn't me, but if you come from a family, live in our society, go to school, experience love, sex, and friendships, then you're in the right place. Kay and I are going to break down everyday life and problems that come from managing your drama post-trauma. Let's fucking do it. up everybody welcome back to trauma drama i'm kaylee and that is nick and nick and i just had the most amazing start to our recording episode conversation yes, very fun I'm, I'm sad you missed it maybe we'll put it out there one of these days but it might we be do a good have a blooper pretty, it might be a good blooper we do have a pretty silly and not so trauma filled episode today so i'm stoked to get a little silly yes it's a little bit different we're going to be doing a little bit more of a Funny main topic because we're both a little drained out at the end of this fall semester. Yes. Um, But on today's episode of Trauma Drama, we are going to start with our sweet and sours. And then our main topic today is funny things that happen in the back of a car. Mm -hmm. And I tried to write down some stuff and it's just all sexual, pretty much. Uh, So, (laughs) And then we're going to end today's show with a deep cut and hard truth. So I know I have it. I have it categorized as like sexy stuff, kinky stuff, gross stuff. Oh, I like that. That's good, too. Mine is a road dome, sex, nice. scary. Whoa, perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be amazing. That'll be a good one. Um, but I can start with my sweet and sour. Yeah. So I was just telling Nick that um, my partners are whisking me away for a lover's weekend um, because I have a birthday coming up next week. And so we're going to go away for the weekend and celebrate my birthday. I don't know where they're taking me or necessarily what we're going to be doing, but I know that there's going to be a hot spring involved and skinny dipping, you know, of course, lots of sex. Yes. Yeah, skinny dipping. I would like to be naked the whole time. Absolutely. That would, that would be ideal. Um, but I'm really stoked. I'm not going to have any cell service, so I won't be able to like, I'll just be really off the grid, wow, which is going to be exciting. Yes. I'm stoked to be off the grid, but, um, got to disconnect every once in a while. I know. And I'm going to bring some of my favorite books that I've been dying to read. So I'm looking forward to it, but um, my sour was that we had the most insane windstorm in the middle of Colorado Springs yesterday, and I've never been a part of a windstorm like this. Like, yeah. I was talking to some native Coloradans, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? This is the craziest thing ever. Like, we need to shelter in place. Like, call everybody. <laughs> and they were like, Haley, it literally happens every year. Mm. And then I remembered, I was like, well, that's true, because I guess if folks from the Midwest came to California and they experienced an earthquake for the first time, it would be like right. earth shattering. Yeah. No, no pun intended, but um, it was fucking scary. And it was so scary because I watched two five story tall pine trees fall into my patio, almost smush my car. Oh my and God. Luckily, luckily Molly, incorrect. Millie, my dog and I were not outside and we didn't get hurt and it, nothing fell on my car and you know, everything was fine, which is like, Truly best case scenario, but um, it was an absolute nightmare because I've never seen trees fall like that. Absolutely. Like I, I mean, we never. have the Santa Ana winds, right? But they're, don't, mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, they've gotten up to 70 miles an hour before, but I've never heard them get up to 80. Students were literally taking pillowcases, putting them over their heads, and riding their skateboards like it was a parasite. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> it was insane. And um, they're... 
and like it was we did actually end up being in a shelter in place um because a bunch of windows broke around campus and the winds were so insane that there was just glass flying around everywhere so nobody was able to be outside because you could have get you know you could have gotten sliced with a shard of glass yeah yeah oh my god and and everyone was just like it's fine i had a student try to leave because I was in the, you know, my office being like, shelter in place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking go anywhere. And this student comes out with an 8 by 10 paper airplane and, like, science goggles. And like, I'm just going to go fuck around outside. And I said, the fuck you are. You are not. <laughs> oh, man. You are not, you idiot. I love it. Uh, I, would, I would definitely be that kid. You would. I know. Yeah. I was just going to say, I can picture that being you. I remember as a kid when it, it rained really hard and we grabbed rope and just started whipping each other through the streets oh and the ropes God. started to unravel. So it was like a, a 10 whips at once. It was <gasps> Boys will be Ouch. boys. Ew. Gross. I know. Never said that to me Gross. again. Gross. <laughs> Ew. Um, okay. My sweet and sours. My sweet is, I think I've already talked about it. Um... A new game was released called Halo. It's amazing. Of course you have. Yes, yes. It's still amazing. I'm having so much fun playing it. I'm not going to talk about it because this isn't a video game podcast, but it's important to me. (laughs) Um, And then my sour, my fucking neck, bro. I can't. Mm. It wakes me up like three times a night. I've tried acupuncture, chiropractor, modern medicine, whatever, massage. I just went to my active release technician. So uh, it feels good. feels good. Hope it stays good. But he like he's like okay, he holds like a pressure point and then he makes you move and do emotion through the pressure point. So it's like releasing knots that are like restricting movement and making other wow. stuff worse. So hopefully, uh, and is that working? It feels better now. So hopefully, Good. it stays feeling better. I'll probably have to go back in maybe two more times to really. Get yeah. It. But yeah, that's it. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, and I was going to say, you're allowed to enjoy your game. You don't have to like try not to talk about it. You're allowed to enjoy it. Thanks. Um, but I'm sorry you're experiencing pain. That sucks. I know. It's annoying. And it sucks because yeah. I went to my doctor and she's like, yeah, here's some muscle relaxers. And it's like, well, I don't really want a muscle relaxer. I was hoping you could maybe fix the problem. Right. Identify the causality of yeah, this issue. Yeah. That's modern medicine for you. I know. My... One of my partners, Zach, has still been struggling with a lot of the same symptoms that yeah. he's been experiencing and um, is now going to a vestibular therapist. What's that? Something is happening outside. Someone's chopping a tree. What's going on? Um, vestibular therapist is uh, for the ear. Mm. So it's an ear therapist. Yeah. Okay. Because um, he's still having the same dizziness and like vomiting. and That's sorts terrible. Of, yeah. It's been like almost a month now so he's like really itching for some relief yeah i hope that works out for him yeah i know me too uh you ready to move into our main topic i'm ready let's do it so funny things that happen in the back of a car (laughs) i guess you can go first because it was i think originally this was your idea i i can't i can't way back I was just going to say, I can believe it was my idea, but I also can't believe that it was my yeah. idea. Well, we were so fried today, we couldn't even yes. brainstorm a topic. So we went back into the, what would you call yeah. it, the vault, I guess. And we yes. picked some funny ones that we thought would be fun. Yes. And I think like this one is, I do strangely have a lot of stories about weird stuff that happens in the back of a car. And one of them, like, I don't know if I should start with like the gross stuff or the sexy stuff or the kinky stuff, but I think the sexy stuff is... I, pretty traditional because, you know, I lost my virginity when I was 16. And so from like 16 and 17 years old, I was 
the only place I could have sex was like in weird public places or in the backs of cars. Uh And um, I have this, like, I have had the same car for the past 10 years. So my first car is still my my 10-year-old car. Her name is Patty. She's been through a lot. And I cannot tell you how much sex I've had in the back of that car. And like bad sex. Like the back (laughs) of that car is too small for two grown humans. Like... There's no way that you can fit comfortably back there. Yeah, no, no, you can't. But I don't know if you can in any car. It's so fucking uncomfortable. But, like, that's part of the sexy nature of it. Like, I think that's, I think I was just going to say is, does it, (laughs) is it a kink for me now? Because some of the first sex that I had was having the really squished and uncomfortable sex in the back of a car. Yeah, because it, I mean, it is like, fun. The windows yes. steam up. You're, you know, yes. you're getting into it. I will say I've never had... Is this true? Yes, I've never had lesbian sex in the back of a car. Oh, okay. That is something I would be interested in seeing if it's different or similar to heterosex in the back of a car because yeah. I think you can only do one position like accurately or correctly in the back of a car. So yeah. Lesbian sex, you got to be able to do, move, do everything. Yeah. Be free, legs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I, the one thing is I do associate with like sex in the car or anything like that in the car is like butterflies in my stomach. Like it was exciting and it was fun. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. really get that way anymore about sex. Like it, you know, maybe it's cause I'm married and it's not like, yeah, it's amazing and it's super fun, but it's like, Hey, can we have sex? Like from a different room. Yeah. yeah, sure, whatever. Like, you know, it's not, there's not like, uh-huh. okay, let's sneak away. Our parents don't yes. find out. And like, yeah, we're going to on a hike, and, you know, but we're not, you know, it's like, it's different. I just, uh, I just watched one of my favorite Christmas movies, Four Christmases. Have you seen that? With Vince Vaughn? Yes. Yeah, we've Reese. talked about it. Yeah. We have? Did we yeah. talk about it recently? No, it was like a month ago. Oh, uh, was it on air or no? No, I had watched... A Vince Vaughn movie and brought it up. Oh, and then you yes. said, "Oh, my favorite Vince Vaughn movie is Four Christmases." Yes, but the intro scene of Four Christmases, they do the like role play scenario. Oh, okay. Do you remember this? No, I don't. The opening scene is like they go into a bar and pretend to hit on each other. Oh, but they're, okay. Like, dif- they're like different characters, That's and fun. um, so like he takes on a different character, she takes on a different character, and then they like play it out at this bar scene. And then they pretend that they, like, go home together and then they, like, you know, have sex or whatever. Um, And then at the end of the scene, it's like, okay, I'm going home now. And then Reese is like, this is your home. And then you, like, find out that they're a couple and it's like, whoa, that's Oh, okay, so you didn't even know. Yeah, you don't know in the beginning. Um, But that is, like, my new and exciting thing that I want to try. Like, I want to see what that would be like to pick up my lovers or partners like in a bar or vice yeah. versa or you know what I mean like playing out a sort of kink to get that like fun butterfly exciting yeah. feeling no it does add some sort of excitement to it yeah or what like shit we could try to have three way sex in the back of a car that would be outrageous you could you might have to put some seats down <laughs> for know. everybody to be involved I feel like it's like human centipede you know what I mean yeah. it's just not that, long enough that's so gross <laughs> Is it wrong, though? That's just what I imagined. I would say, yes, that would be the wrong way I would think about it. Okay, good. Yeah, I would do it a lot different. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. 
What about you? Tell me some of your stuff. So let's go to my category of road dome. So I mean, I don't know, family <laughs> members, if you're if you want to listen to this. Uh, this might be rated R, so we'll give you a little oh second gosh. to pause it. Find your phone real quick and fuck it. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so it's had a, a, a couple of girls, um, so I'm not going to bring up any girls, but the funny part is is positioning. So I've had a couple of them where, I, where, where I'm in the back seat and someone else is driving. That one was the weirdest. <laughs> because what? It was her friend. Like, I was kind of... This is one of my first sexual encounters. So I was like really young and they like picked me up and I had met them at a party like a couple nights ago and we were like, we hooked up at the party, but like still wanted to continue to hook up. So uh-huh. her friend picks me up and we're in the back seat. So her friend's driving us and she just like starts sucking my dick in the back seat of the car with the other girls driving. Um, did the other girl in the front know? I don't know. Like if she did, it was kind of like, you know, she's not going to say anything because... She doesn't want to ruin it, but I don't know. So you were just silent? Was there music playing? I have a hundred more questions. Oh, there might have been music playing, so she didn't hear it. But I can only remember, (laughs) you know, being in a car with another girl, and she just starts grabbing my dick and then unzips my pants. It was pretty wild. Her little 16-year-old neck. Yeah, no, it is. And this chick was like, I think she was like 24. So she was ready to go. They didn't think that. They thought I was 18, but. Yeah, that's also illegal. It's so kind of illegal. About, uh, it, it's 100% illegal, and we can talk about it later. <laughs> I was protected by the Romeo and Juliet law. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Nick, oh no. <laughs> I wasn't. Um, okay, moving on. Moving on. What other ones? Oh, okay, positioning-wise. So I had that little single-cab truck, um, the white truck that helps you move. Do you remember? Uh-huh. So. yeah. yeah. When I would start with girls, they would always be in the passenger seat and they would just immediately try to come over to me. And I would always have to stop them, which this was kind of awkward. Like, oh, hold on. Let me actually get out of the car and let's switch seats. So we'd have to switch seats because my steering wheel was in my fucking way. So, Interesting. Yeah, I found that out, I found that out the hard way. But eventually I, I got the hang of it. So huh. that's it. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can go on and on, but like I guess my wife now has. I she I think she's the only one who's given me genuine road done while we were driving. Ah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. The other ones weren't really driving, but they were in the car. I was. I would say my my kinkiest car experiences both happened with my last partner, and I we once had sex in the backseat of the car in the airport. Um, I just feel like that's also illegal. Definitely, definitely, (laughs) I think was illegal because there was like patrol that like drove by and like honked at us or looked at us. I mean, they they maybe didn't honk at us, but I thought they were looking Uh right at me. And I was like, yeah, you get super paranoid, and everybody uh knows what you're doing, even though probably no one cares. The car is just like kind of going back and forth, moving. Um, And then the other, I think, kinkiest, it was. Not in the back of the car, so not with our theme, but was in the front of the car. And um, my partner at the time was driving and was with his le- with his left hand fingering me with his right hand. Oh, to damn. Completion, that's to crazy. In the front seat. On yeah, the that's... highway. On the freeway. That's crazy that you were able to come. <laughs> yeah. And he was I'm able to get you. that, too. Because like, I'd be a little you know, distracted. Like, I was distracted receiving... I yeah, like giving, yeah, I wouldn't be able to give. I don't know. Maybe giving would be it, easier than receiving because I like 
I almost crashed a couple times because it like started to tickle and I was like, ah, and I was like laughing. It was, like, <laughs> it was almost funny receiving it while I was driving. Oh no, that is crazy. No, I yeah, I, I definitely get very turned on by the newness, or, like novelty of things. And so even if it wasn't like the right angle or the right this, like it was new and exciting. Yeah. That, that gets me. Every time. Oh, so. it was you know, an exciting. And it was also a great chance for, because like you had said, there wasn't really anywhere else to go have sex. Mm-hmm. So it like was the first time I started to like try to get good at sex. And it was in the back of the car yes. with the one yeah. partner I had that we were able to get good at sex together. And it was like, okay, let's change up the positions. It's like, there's really only uh-huh. so much we can do. And then the cleanup yeah. too. I always felt like I, there was, it was a mess every time. It got everywhere. <laughs> like there was no... Hey, grab the towel like you do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, right, 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 right. No, that's very true. I mean, that was, I think, the next part of my weird stuff that happens in the back of a car is my gross stories because I have several gross stories. Let's hear your and, gross stories. Well, I think the best one is about the time that my someone shit in the back seat of my car. Oh my god, I don't even know this I'm, story. You haven't heard this no, story? No, what the fuck. Who's shit in the back of your car? (laughs) It's a a really good story. So, um, obviously, it starts off at a restaurant that Kayla and I so notoriously worked for Mm, in San Marcos. So, I think if that sets the tone, I think you can understand (laughs) where it'll go from here. Um, But we were like, I would say, Kayla will probably correct me at our age because I'm really good at remembering what age we are. Or, Mm -hmm. yeah, really good at remembering what age we are when we do things. But I think we were young. Like, I, we were definitely 16 or 17. My car was, mm. like, pretty pretty new. And uh, we go to the holiday party at this restaurant that we both worked at. Um, and, you know, we're, like, we're kids. And the rest of the, like, older adults are doing coke in the bathroom <laughs> and, like, getting drunk off their asses. Like, we couldn't even drink at the time. Yeah. And so everyone's getting really fucked up and... We decide, I was with my partner at the time as well, and so my partner and I at the time decide to like, to leave early and to just get home on this, you know, Thursday night from (laughs) this holiday party, and we walk out into the parking lot, it's like dead ass empty in the parking lot, and then all of a sudden we see two legs and like a pee stream from underneath my car on the other side, Uh and I walk around, and it was a a person that I worked with who was a server. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why, you couldn't pee inside? Like, why are you peeing here? Yeah. And she was so fucked up. Like, could not even stand straight. Didn't have her phone. Didn't have anything. Like, couldn't couldn't even speak. She was so fucked up. Jeez. And um, I was like, do you want me to take you home? Like, do you at least have your keys? So, she, you know, she didn't. But I went back inside. I got all her stuff for her. Um, and like my partner at the time, like loaded her into the backseat of the car (laughs) and we were like, we'll just take her home. Like no problem. And luckily I knew where she lived. And so, you know, my my partner at the time and I were driving, um, and she is just like dead ass silent, like just, but like sitting there, eyes open. Yeah. So she's awake. Just, just completely blank okay and then you know all of a sudden we're driving we're almost there and there's a smell and i was like what is that smell like that is so weird we must have like run over something or like that's so strange and because i looked back and i was like no she didn't throw up like nothing nothing's going on like this is so strange and um she 
the outfit that she was wearing was also really important because she was wearing this like cute top and then a really short mini skirt. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we get there and then all of a sudden, like I was like, okay, we're here. And she darts out of the car, slams the door, runs upstairs. And I was like, oh, that was weird. Um, and you know, I didn't think much of it, but we're, you know, we're driving home, it's dark, and I'm like, there's still a weird smell. Like, what the fuck is that? And for some reason that night we decided to like back up into the driveway that we were parking at. And so we like turned around to back up and there is just a diarrhea cream pie stain in the back of the car. That's fucking disgusting. Where she was sitting. I'm appalled at this fucking story. (laughs) I started to gag. Because the moment that I knew what it was, then yeah. I really, I really smelt it. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, fuck no!" And like, "Oh, I was so upset." And um, I don't even want to. I can't. We didn't have <laughs> eaten anything today. Because that, I just it's, like uh, human shit is so fucking disgusting. So foul. So foul. It smells and so bad. I had to. I because I couldn't leave it there overnight. It's like midnight, yeah. so I have to like put on my rubber gloves and like go clean up human diarrhea out of the back of my car, like drunk human diarrhea. And then the next day I go into work and I was like, I approached this person and I was like, you need to pay for my car to be cleaned. Like, yeah. You need to pay for detail. You shit in the back of my car. And she denied it. She said, I never even took her home that oh she doesn't know God. what I, what I was talking about. And that that's like so rude of me to say that they like, accuse her and like, She's not paying for shit, blah, 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 and we never spoke again. Damn. Oh, my God. That's fucking (laughs) terrible. Yeah, isn't that fucked up? Yeah, that's... So she fucking... You help her out. I'm going to be a good person. This is why you don't do good things, everybody. That's true. You were trying to leave to go home early on a Thursday night, get some sleep, and then end up getting someone to shit in your car. So, cheers. Never do good things. Um, But... I've definitely also done some foul things in the back of other people's cars. Not shit in the back of their cars, but um, I'll never forget. (laughs) Wilner, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. (laughs) But I uh, one time was in the Bay Area and, of course, went to a a winery. Yeah, um, naturally. And I got sloshed off of wine, like really, really fucked up. And uh, threw up all over the back of Wilner's brand new Audi, um, as Man. well as as well as on the two people that I was next to because I was in the middle. Oh my god! Or no, what did what ha- what did they say happened? Because of course I don't remember. Yeah, this. yeah. But I was in the I was in the back on the right seat, and I had like opened the door to vomit out of the door, so I didn't like puke actually gotcha. in the car. But I puked. I like got it on the side uh-huh. of the door, and then. The person that was sitting next to me said that I got it in my hair and that I like whipped my hair back oh. and like <laughs> smacked the person oh in the God. middle with vomit. Stadium. I would have punched you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I would have punched me in the face too. Where in the nose? <laughs> I wouldn't have cared. But um, I've also puked on someone. I think you. This is a this terrible story. topic. Why do we do this? <laughs> Because I have a lot of stories. Yeah, these are good. But you remember, no, I don't think you were with us the first year we went to Mexico, huh? No, I wasn't. I missed out. The first year we went to Mexico. Because Kayla wasn't with you either. 
Kayla wasn't, no. no. It was just the uh, Dundee Lane yes. Yeah. But picture me on top of Alana's lap in the front seat of a taxi cab, puking out of the front seat window. Marissa, Marissa in the back seat, her head puking out of the window. Me puking on Marissa's. Oh head my god! Yeah, I can't picture puke that. Puke out of the same window. That's the other thing. You guys are also uh, so fucking stupid when you get drunk. Thanks. And yeah. I, I uh-huh. have witnessed that countless times because I'm usually, I'm drunk, but I'm never as drunk. I don't want to say never, but I mean, yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember a single time I was more drunk. I, well, actually, Vegas, I was more drunk. Yeah. Vegas, never yeah, forget. Never forget. All right. <laughs> but no, yes, we get stupid. It's hilarious because like, it's and it's, it's really fun to be a part of it because I just love watching <laughs> you guys do these these just ridiculous things. Just outrageous stuff that yeah. doesn't need to be done, and like it always usually ends in tears or vomit or a yeah. fight or and that like never does it end well no for me when that happens it's usually just a fight like with a guy yeah, like and it, sure. it's usually friends and we end up fist fighting but it's a playful fist I mean, fight that sometimes me too yeah no definitely yeah beat the <laughs> shit out of you i think that is a an episode for another time is yeah kaylee getting kaylee getting drunk yeah there's a lot to talk about there Thanks, Nick. Um, okay, I guess my only other one, and it's more uh-huh. scary. And I was with someone uh-huh. else in someone else's car. It was raining, and we were heading to paintball. We were we were young. We were in high school, and we're merging onto the freeway. So you'll know this one: the seventy-eight and the five, where they meet going yes. north. Yes. So it was raining really hard, and the road goes. It tips one way, and then tips back. When it tipped back, mm-hmm. we hydroplaned, and we went oh, from sure. that lane, the merge lane, all the way to the. Um, the emergency left lane. So we crossed four lanes of highway and didn't hit a single car or get hit by anybody. And we, he had uh, his wheel locked up afterwards. So he had to like turn his car off, start it back up again. And we just drove off and continued on our day. Whoa. We didn't hit, we spun. We did three 360s, one, two. And each time I'm like looking at the cars coming at us. And it was a miracle we didn't get hit Holy or die. Sh- Shit. We still think about that every time we like are driving together because it's so fucking terrifying. Yeah, that is very, very fucking scary. Holy shit. But wow. Yeah. I ha- I mean, I definitely have a lot of scary ones as well. I <laughs> I think like the worst one, you've heard this story about when my mom hit somebody. You uh I vaguely remember it. Please tell yeah, it again. This was um it, it, trigger warning, it is very scary and involves trauma related to um, accidents and things. So if you are someone who gets re-traumatized by hearing these sort of accident stories, do not listen. Um, I was in high school, and I remember my mom was driving my sister and I to school, her usual high-as-fuck self. Mm-hmm. And um, I was sitting in the back seat because I was pissed at her for dropping my sister off before me. <laughs> like, why? I just That's was like, a classic. <laughs> yeah and so she was driving i was in the back seat and um we're going you know this too we're going around um like you know where san alejo and uh rancho santa fe meet yes um but you know there's like that other bend that goes around the other way where the 7-eleven mm-hmm. is where goodard street or not goodard street yeah i don't know the street but i know what you're talking about you can like cut through a little yes. bit yeah where antlers was where we used mm-hmm. to live yes and um, my mom's going at least 60 around this bend. Just fucking flying. Just whacked out you of know, her mind. Whacked out of her mind. We're in maybe a 30 mm-hmm. mile power zone. And Probably 25 someone, with school 
kids Probably. present. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a there's a like a median in the road, right? But um, there was a person that was in the median, and you know when you see someone in the median, you don't think that they're gonna cross. Normally, you're right. Normally, and uh, this person thinks that she can beat the car because it's a thirty. Yeah. My mom's going sixty, mm. and she like tries to beat the car. My mom hits this woman. Jeez. The woman like comes up onto the windshield, breaks the windshield. Um, had broken many of her bones, was just, like, bloody and, like, road thrashed everywhere. Yeah. And my mom my mom starts screaming. And then I remember getting out of the car and, like, my mom just is, like, full panic, doesn't know what to do. And I, like, take my jacket off and, like, start wrapping this person so that they don't fucking bleed out. Yeah, yeah. And my mom's, like, wailing, screaming, but I can't really hear it because, like, I'm just doing stuff and, uh-huh. like, helping this person and waiting for 911. And then... I remember, like, the next thing I remember is, like, sitting on the curb, and I just have, like, blood on my hands. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And I remember a bunch of people were driving by and asking me if I needed a ride to school, because they were people I knew. Um, Allison was one of them. Oh, no way. <laughs> um, yeah, she remembers that story, like, very vividly. And there was another person I, I can't remember right now, but um, I was out of school for, like, a week after that, and I remember Dude. just... I barely could get out of bed. I was, like, so traumatized. and. No, that's, um, like, that's some PTSD shit, man. Yeah. My, uh, my, my mom got sued. The person survived, which was good, but that's was good. in critical condition for a while. And we, like, um, we lost our house. We had to downsize. So we must have lost the lawsuit, you know? Yeah, we yeah. Had to, we had to move and downsize to a different house and then move again. And it was just, like, Jesus it was Christ. so crazy. Um but yeah, that's my scary story. Hey, that was traumatizing. I'm glad we brought it back to trauma. Woo-hoo! We always bring it back to trauma. Yeah, I love it. Um, but yes, uh, another one of the crazy stories that always conceptualizes for me how fucked up my childhood was and how 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 have I survived this long? Yeah. How how have I made it through the life that I have? I'm grateful that I did, but many situations could have led to my death. Yeah. You I think about it like your spirit has lived like four lives already right holy shit fucking own it girl thank you i appreciate you um i guess okay since we did bring you back to trauma i have something trauma related to me being in the back of a car um two things my mom when she drives she smokes Mm. she texts she drinks dr pepper so i'm not sure how she's steering the car so that was always really stressful especially like hey mom can you not text with me in the car like so now now that i'm older i just always drive and uh-huh. like your mom, she's been under the influence all the time. So it's like, mom, I'll just drive. Like, so that that was a little stressful. And then we spent so much time in parking lots because my mom had to smoke a cigarette. Mm. Every park, every, we were late p- places. Things took us a while. And to this day, like I am so like, I am in my car and I'm gone. Like before my car is even on, it's in drive. Like I'm so quick because it's it frustrated me so much. No, I think that that is very very fucking real like like it's not even that it has to be you know like a traumatic single incident crash whatever it's like these continual sorts of like things that you're exposed to that could put your life in danger like it's just it's so fucked up and i i still have a lot of living in the fear takes a toll on yeah oh yeah i still have a lot of issues with like being in the back seat of a car or being in the front seat without being a like very nervous. No, you are person. a very like, nervous passenger. 
very nervous passenger. I mean, we you know when we drive yeah. to Mexico, I have to have my head down because of the You can't even drive roundabout. Mexico. You have to, no, like, have someone else drive. It's too scary. Um, and, like, Kayla gets very mad at me, justifiably. It yeah. is annoying and scary because I will constantly gasp. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. And she's like, Kaylee, fucking stop. Yeah, I'm you're like, I'm sorry. It's not even on purpose. And it's not even like anything's happening. I'm just genuinely terrified of being in the car. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you are the worst backseat driver. I am. I am. I am. But that's also why I I get really car sick, too. So I just, I try to have drama mean whenever I can and just knock the fuck out. That's <laughs> when I'm the most when you're asleep, reasonable. When you're yeah. the most reasonable. I agree. Yeah. Most women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Um... But, uh, yeah, those are all my stories. I'm no, no. on trauma. That's it for me. To end the funny things in the back of a car topic, but also turned traumatic in the car. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, you ready to move to our deep cut and hard truth? Yes. So I experienced something at work where my managers sat me down and ripped me a new one about not giving a shit. And then my last shift I worked there, I didn't have a manager. And the, one of the servers didn't show up and another busser didn't show up. So we had nobody there. And I thought to myself, why this is why I didn't care. So deep cut and hard truth is uh, managers, bosses, business owners, stop telling your employees to care. They don't. They're not going to care as much as you ever. So mm-hmm. it's not their business. It's not their. That, it's not their job to care. It's their job to show up and do their job, and they can do it without caring. So just shut I, the I fuck mean, up. <laughs> fuck. I hear you, and. I would say most jobs can show up without caring. True. You know? As an like EMT, my... I unfortunately yeah. <laughs> had to show up and care. <laughs> and, like, I wish I could tell my my student staff that I supervise, like, don't even worry about it. Don't even care. Like, yeah. it's all good. But, like, they have to care. And, yeah. you know, it's like, I think I agree with you that it is most jobs. But definitely in, like, service industries, mm-hmm. uh, restaurant business, like those sorts of things. You don't have to care to do it. And yeah. And I think, you know, to a certain extent, you might have had to, you know, mm-hmm. maybe before COVID. But now it's really just like there's there's not many of us. So I actually don't have to care. I used to have to mm-hmm. fight for this job. But now yeah. it's like we can't get anybody. So yeah. I don't know. But yeah, Damn. I kind of wanted to switch careers into something where I could be a little bit more relaxed. So yeah. Obviously, education, I'm going to care about the kids I'm educating, but I can set up days for me to have, like, off. Like, okay, this day you guys are working independently on this, and I get a little chance to, like, recover. So being a first responder, there was no – you couldn't do that. No ability to recover, for sure. But Uh, that's it for me. Well done. Thanks, Nick. That was a really fun episode. I liked it. A little lighter. Yeah. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, and I love you, Nick. Love you too. Um, I actually have one more thing before we close. Yeah, bring it up. This is crazy. This is crazy. Um, I had a conversation with some listeners that I know are listening. Um, and they always said that they feel like they're the 1% that listens all the way to the outro. (laughs) So (laughs) for my Jesse and for my Kathy, if you are listening, I see you. I appreciate you. And I'm giving you a special shout out here. Thank you for and so much for listening to my outro. I just figured no one gives a shit about this part. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a little more effort into it. Uh, yeah, follow us at Trauma Drama Podcast on Instagram and TikTok to see show updates, video highlights, and much more. And DM us for suggestions, topic corrections, or concerns. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening. Stay tuned for more.